Socially Good Media presents The Socially Good Podcast. I'm John Gilbert, who along with members of the team from the award-winning social marketing agency Eskimo Soup, will be shining a light on the latest and the greatest in media communications. Hello and welcome back to the Socially Good Podcast. I'm John Gilbert here for a very exciting solo show. Now you might think, why is that so exciting? Well, anybody who knows me knows how much I love talking about the idea of purpose. So prior warning, I'll be talking about Venn diagrams, I'll be drawing upon personal experiences, and I'm really going to be up against it to do this in just a few minutes. But here we go. Okay, so my thoughts on on purpose have been formed over many years. I've drawn upon some really great models and I've got a favourite one which I'm going to explain now which I think really makes it just so easy for everybody to understand and understand where you are in terms of your career, where you are as an organisation and make sure that you, you're either hitting or close to hitting that sweet spot. I think possibly the easiest way to explain this is to relate to my own career if you don't mind a little bit of self-indulgent. Because when it comes to what you're going to be doing in terms of your professional purpose, it quite often begins with doing what you are good at. So if you've gone through academia, like I have, so I went school, college, university, then doing my master's, you've got a piece of paper with a qualification that says, in theory, this is the thing that you are good at. Now, that's not always true. And when you're young, it's quite difficult to understand where your strengths really lie as well. But in terms of my career, I did a degree in business and I did a master's in marketing. I had a chartered institute of marketing chartership and I had a couple of years experience at the age of 23. It was quite clear that this is where I would be employing my um, my, my work uh, in order to make a living. So you're looking at what you're good at. Okay, so that's your skill base. It's the what you've studied. It's what you may have done as a hobby that you've turned into, something that's a bit of a specialism. It may be where you've got your natural flair. It may be some inherited talent from the family. Generally speaking, we have this core of capability. Now, that doesn't mean a lot in its own. You've got to find some way of using that. So the second thing that you would then look at is finding out what you can be paid enough to do. So in my case... It was working in marketing. I worked for an engineering firm. I did the marketing for that company. I also did IT and some bits of HR. But in the main, I was the young guy who knew how to use computers and had some qualifications in marketing and could look at why this company had stopped growing, basically. Uh, And that's what I was paid to do. I wasn't paid a lot, but I was certainly paid enough to do that. So I had a job, so something that I was good enough to do, and I had an income. Now, that's fine, but the thing is that you can find yourself doing pretty much anything that you can get reasonably competent at that will pay you to do it, but that would be quite boring unless you enjoy doing it. So this brings me to our third point, which is about enjoying what you're doing or being passionate about it. So for me, doing the marketing for an engineering company became quite clear that that wasn't what I enjoyed doing. So whilst it met the first two criteria points in that I was competent and that I could get paid doing it, it was not going to be a career for me. So I left that, went self-employed, and I said I had my pick of the things to get involved in. So I got involved in creative marketing campaigns, putting live events on. I worked in music industry, in live comedy. These were things that were interesting to me. And it did take a couple of years to really get that going as a as a very small business that would be uh, generating enough income for me. But I did quite quickly find myself 
at a point where I was doing something that I was good at, something that I was getting paid enough to do and that I enjoyed doing. Now at that point you can be pretty content, as was I in my career. But that didn't mean that I'd found my purpose at that point. For me, having grown a marketing agency, I had business partners and so on, we had a diverse client base. But I found myself, well, at the end of the day, what was our purpose? Our purpose seemed to be working really hard to make rich people richer or selling people shiny shit that they didn't really need. And I found that quite demotivating. It was like, well, why am I using my skills here? Why am I why am I putting all all of like my creativity and all of my effort into something that is yeah, I'm making enough money from it, but it just felt a little bit empty. And that's the situation I was in. I think that's how a lot of people are at in their career. I mean, there may be somebody listening to this who's just like another step ahead of me on this. But for a lot of people, you're doing a job to earn some money. Make sure you're good enough at because it feels good to be good at a job and all the better if you enjoy doing it. And I'm not decrying that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. And I can't say there's any real certainty, but there's an emerging trend that I can see that a lot of people will go through life doing whatever they do before they have one of those moments where they're like uh, question their meaning of existence. Now, whether that's you considering that you're a statistical improbability I think it's somewhere in the region of 1 in 14 trillion that you even exist. So you don't want to be wasting your life in a purposeless job where you're like a cog in the machine. Really, you're just you're just there to make rich people richer. Work for the man, as they say as well. And for a lot of people, that's just not enough. So with this in mind, to truly hit the sweet spot in how you make a living, what you need is, if you imagine a Venn diagram, that it that covers what you're good at, what you're paid to do, what you're passionate about, and the fourth point, and that the world really needs, you are on the way, therefore, to finding your purpose. I first heard on a TED Talk that some people in Okinawa, Japan, have this ethos that they call ikigai, and that really means the reason that you get up in the morning. And recently, that had been linked to evidence that suggested that a sense of purpose significantly increases your life expectancy. Because like, this was from a study where in Okinawa, they were like, why are people living longer in this? What is it that's different? Is it in the diet? Is it in the way that they do the exercise? But they looked at the different generations that anybody at any stage in their life had some kind of purpose within that. So what this principle means is that we're looking for our guy, our reason to get up in the morning. So if I give you the example of myself and my career, I'm in the situation now where I'm running a small business, Eskimo Soup. We are a social marketing behavioral change company. We use media and marketing to create social good within that. Are we good at what we do? Well, I like to think so. We're certainly very creative. We're very dedicated within that. Now, this isn't an advert for Eskimo Soup, but I have on a previous podcast discussed that you shouldn't be overly humble about your achievements, but hopefully... Which just pretty justified that Eskimo Soup is capable of what we're doing. So we're good at that. Do we get paid? Yeah, we do, actually. We get paid to solve tricky challenges. I mean, we've chosen to work in topics such as sexual exploitation and relationship abuse. There are certainly easier and less stressful ways of making a living. But what we've been done is be trusted to be the team that you will come to to create some form of media and marketing that will have a positive impact on that. We don't get overly paid for it, I don't think, but we can function as a business and everybody who works in the company has got certainly a, a market rate, at least for, for what they do. And 
Do we enjoy it? Well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty heavy subjects that we're working on here, but we're working in and with communities to push boundaries. So when you do that, it feels amazing. And this link then to the fourth part about whether or not we found our purpose. Does the world need what, what we're offering? And does the world need what I do on a day-to-day working basis? Well, the outcomes of our work are things like healthier children, helping people catch cancer before it's a fatal diagnosis. We work within communities to support them in terms of development. And the great thing about our work, and this is where we're so privileged, is that we get a lot of feedback for that as well. So we get instant feedback and we get statistical feedback about the positive difference that we've made there. So our purpose is social marketing and behaviour change means that people will do things that they never believed possible. And on a day-to-day basis, that really does feel like we're in that sweet spot. So working within our purpose, it doesn't mean that we're a charity. We're doing this as, as a business. This is something that I could wax lyrical about another time. But I make no apology for making a profit from helping people rather than doing something that harms society. As long as we're ethical in what we do and how we do it, the way that we work with suppliers, doing what we say we will do, working with talented people. We like spending time with them. It means you can sleep well at night and know that going to work the next day isn't going to be a drag. I know that might sound a little bit preachy. I hope it doesn't sound um, overly smug. But my fifth point that I want to make on purpose is that it takes time to get there. Within my career, it took me 10 years to get to that point in a bit of a windy road of experimenting around what I felt I was good at, what we could make a living doing, what was enjoyable. But when that final piece clicked in, when we first started doing our work with the NHS in particular, where we could measure our outcomes, not in terms of making rich people richer, but in terms of lives saved, everything just kind of stacked up to me and it was like, oh, well, let's do that then. But my fifth point is that it does take time. We can always try and get there and you might not be there right now within your career, but Look, everybody's a long career now. In fact, we have multiple careers now, so you can take your time to get there. I was speaking with somebody on a uh, podcast recording earlier on today. Um, he's about to turn 50, and he's only now at that point where he feels like he's got his purpose in his career. So he's still got plenty of road ahead of him to do that. But 18 months ago, if you'd have asked him about this, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have even cared to him, wouldn't have thought it was kind of possible. Sometimes the opportunity will come along as much as us going forward and looking for it. And the other thing about your purpose is it might change. I mean, what you feel like is really important today might be different tomorrow. Um, but don't worry, you just got to keep pushing forward for that. Figure out what you're good at, what you can get paid doing, what you enjoy doing, and what is truly going to help others. And then work doesn't feel like work. Your purpose, your career, your reason for getting up in the morning suddenly feels a whole lot more worthwhile. A lot to take in, I realise. But I'm going to leave that there. I've been John Gilbert and you have been listening to the Socially Good Podcast. Podcast.